0: live from seville this is the twilight show with harry waters and you are listening live hello everybody good afternoon good evening good night good morning depending where you might be Uh, my name is harry waters and i am here live with a very 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 special show for you today um, but before we do get on to that, I will get to that. I would like to wish you all a very, very, very happy new year. Um, I hope that you are all well. Um, I'm sure you are. Uh, I hope that your Christmas season treated you well. You didn't overeat. I I certainly tried not to overeat. Um, and yeah, I hope that you everything that you hoped for came along, that That Father Christmas brought you the presents that you'd asked for. And um, I don't know if you have three kings, but uh, we have three kings here. And yeah, they uh, certainly did bring what I wanted. It wasn't coal, though, because apparently, yeah, uh, we're not supposed to get coal anymore. Uh, I asked for anything of of a renewable sort um, to to come along. Um, So today... I have a very special show um, that has, is tugging at my green heartstrings, I must say. Um, I, I am so happy, proud and delighted to be able to, to invite and speak to um, Charlie from uh, Learn, Play, Nexus. Uh, and we're going to talk all about some wonderful green ideas from them. Um, I'm, uh, I'm so, what's the word? Um, they're so admirable from, from where I sit as a teacher um, and as an educator, but also as a greenie, because what they do, just it just seems to be right. It's just, you know, the, the way they go about their business, uh, it seems to be the right way. And I'm really excited to talk to them about that. Um, now, I'm inviting Charlie to come along and say hello um, so i'm sure it will pop up on his screen and he's gonna he's gonna click it and say i'm going to join um as it should be there on his screen now we do have ed who's sitting here patiently in the wings who will be arriving a little bit later um but charlie will be the first to join us now um i've been speaking to charlie a, a wee bit over the uh the last few days good evening there tom um and yeah charlie charlie jones is the creative director at Learn Play nexus and uh, he should be joining us now i wonder if we can hear charlie um can i hear you charlie hello harry, hello, you, can harry. you can hear me uh, i am live thank you for coming us excellent news that's good that's fantastic um can, uh, hopefully everybody else can also hear you um i can certainly hear you on the zoom conversation we have. So if you go mute on that, that would be awesome. Um,
1: Yeah, no problem.
0: There we go. There we go. That was it. I had my volume turned up still. So I can now hear you loud and clear. So Charlie, it's a pleasure to to finally meet you. It, It feels like um we've we've been dancing around dating for a little while you know that you've known my friends and I've known your friends and I've wanted to meet you and you know I've heard a lot about you from this person and from that person but we never quite had that that chance to connect um but now we do have the chance and and we are connecting and and we are talking so Charlie it's a pleasure to meet you and thank you so much for coming on
1: it's a pleasure to be on the show Harry thank you and I really appreciate that kind of uh build up it makes it makes me sound very elusive and very important but uh, much more than i am trust me but I, I i am humbled to be on the show and i'm uh, i really we really appreciate um already um you know what you guys have been saying about us on on your uh, on your podcast and, and i'm really excited to share some more more kind of information today about kind of what we're what we're all about really uh,
0: I'm, and i'm also very excited because of course i have um I have investigated you uh, I I've, I've researched you I've I've followed you um and yeah it I think that the first time I I heard all about you was through um was through Kids Against Plastic um a charity that that you know I'm I'm very keen on I'm very very closely connected to being you know myself a I like to call myself a big kid against plastic um and they first mentioned you and and I heard this idea and jumped straight on your website and looked and was was fairly astounded I, and I later connected with Ed who we will speak to in a little while um and yeah he he also mentioned about you guys and, and that he he he'd learnt about about what you do and and how you do it and how it had affected his school and I was just like I need to speak to this person. So, um, it, I think a, a good place to start um, would be if you could maybe tell us a little bit about what what is Learn Play Nexus basically. Um, so, Learn Play Nexus. That's you are the creative director there. But but what is it? Who are you?
1: Well, Learn Play Nexus is an educational supplier. Um, we've been around now for almost thirty years. And, um, you know, uh, we what's special about what we're doing is we are actually going into settings and we we have representatives across the UK and Ireland. Um, and um, is there a sound yeah, issue, Harry?
0: Yeah, you need to mute your zoom. I've tried Sorry, to turn it down in full, but I can't turn it down on full on my phone for some reason. So you I need to that. mute your zoom there. Um, so let me go on to Zoom and I will mute this. Okay. And it will be absolutely perfect. I was trying to I was trying to cover the mic and hold it as far away from the mic as possible, which might be, for those of you who can't see me, which is everybody other than Charlie right now, uh, I was stretched across the room as far as possible to, to distinguish the fact that there will be no other sound issues. But um, Charlie has gone in and muted now um, because for some reason it won't allow me to mute him. If I have to, I will do, as Tom says there, and I will just get rid of the Zoom altogether. But, you know, I do like to look at Charlie's face um, as we're talking.
1: I I, I want to see your face, Harry, but I can't seem to unmute
0: myself, unfortunately. Um, Okay, so what we can do is we can just hang up the Zoom and we can just go rogue and we can just listen to each other like true radio veterans. (laughs) So I'm gonna hang up on the Zoom there and we're gonna go full on radio. Um, so there we go. Um, now we're gonna remove any issue that we have. Um, the only issue is I can't see your wonderful faces, but let's get back to Learn, Play Nexus um, and, and who you are and what you are and and where you are. Thanks, Harry,
1: and apologies, apologies to everybody. I think I'm so now used to using Microsoft Teams uh, at Learn, Play Nexus, that's what we use all the time. That I just you know and you just bounce from one to the other and I think I just kind of like rub it in headlights there. Where is that? Where is the mute button? Uh, but hey, um, that that's that that sound issue's gone now. So back to back to what we're about. I mean, we we're an educational supplier and we design and and uh, introduce unique, innovative resources, and we also are one of the last um, sort of companies in our industry that actually go and visit customers um, countrywide. And because um, so we have representatives throughout the whole of the UK and Ireland, um, and we go in and we demonstrate uh, what what we what we produce. Now, it's very hard when we, when you have a new concept or a new or a new product offering for for education. You know, sometimes teachers don't know what they you know what they what they're looking for, what they what they need until they actually get it in their hands. And we work with um, educators, and we have we 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 get their advice and their experience when we develop our products, but. For all those other teachers out there that haven't seen that, they really benefit from getting their, their sort of hands-on um, and and with the demonstrations that we that we offer. So that's what we're about and and we've been doing that, like I said for almost thirty years now. Um, and we also trade our, our products to over thirty countries globally. So there's lots of companies in Europe and and elsewhere that that are using you know British designed products uh, designed by by us and by English teachers. Um, and we're actually going to go to um, the, for the first time in three years because of COVID. We're going to go to the Nuremberg Toy Fair at the beginning of February, which is really exciting. And that's a, a chance for us to meet new and existing trade customers and find new, new resources. And that's a really exciting thing for us. So that's kind of what, what we're about, really.
0: Oh, that is it's, it's lovely. And, and I do love that idea of, you know, showing people like what and how to use certain things um and not it not just being a catalog kind of thing where you you know here's a list of things that okay well i'm a teacher that's been teaching for all these years so i know what i need i know what i want i'm going to tick these five different things on the catalog and that's going to come you do have you know you are innovating you are changing certain things so i guess that does really make uh learn play nexus unique
1: Absolutely. And I, I think, um, you know, uh, it, having that personal relationship with a representative um, and, you know, getting to see see the, see the things, you know, see the thing, get, get the hands on the resources and see what that's all about. I mean, our, our a prime example is, is you know, a product that we've developed for, you know, for, for mathematics, for to count up. And, you know, there's nothing like seeing that um, in, in the flesh and really getting hands on. and. and also, feeling the quality as well of, of, of what we're doing, and you know, you can't really get that from a catalogue, and sometimes not even from a video. So that's that's really what we're we're you know we we specialize in. Um, but obviously, um, yeah, we we we've got, we've got a particular um, particular point of interest that um, I know I, I know Harry, you, you're um, you're very interested in, and I'd, I'd like to explain that more as well today.
0: Excellent. Um, I there. There are various things I'm interested in uh, about uh, learn play Nexus. I have to be honest, but um, if we can go to one particular, here we go, sticking point. Uh, that would be wonderful. Um, pun intended. <laughs> um, so the way I heard about you, um, it, it wasn't through me trawling through. Um, various suppliers of, of of certain things it was through um, other people and it was all about the you feel glue sticks now glue sticks have been the bane of my life for for many many teaching I'd actually say my entire teaching career for for many reasons um, one of them being um, where are the lids? I don't know where the lids have gone to any of my glue sticks, obviously, but the other one being the obscene amount of waste that comes with it. Now, particularly in a primary setting when you're using glue sticks, um, a glue stick could probably last for, for somewhere between four and seven seconds before it's um, completely gone and in the bin. Um, and you know as somebody who is not particularly keen on on plastic, um, and very not keen on waste. Uh, it was something that I've always thought. What's going on here? Something needs to be done. So, I want to know, like, how did the Feel glue stick come about? How did it come to exist?
1: Well, I, you know, it's it's if we haven't always had an eco-friendly solution uh, to our glue sticks, and we all haven't always had the best glue sticks. Let's be honest. Um, like like I was saying earlier, we've been around for almost thirty years. And we've been um, providing glue sticks for, for most of that time. And um, when we go back to the, sort of the early, early stages of, of our glue sticks, you know, we were we were just adding to our, our, our catalogue of products, really. We, we just had off the shelf glue sticks that we we went to different suppliers and we we tested those glue sticks out. And I think the real key thing here is is the is the percentage of glue solids that are in that that, that glue stick um, that, that make it any good and the formula itself and of course we weren't developing our own glue sticks at this point so we were kind of just stuck with what the industry standard was and um, so i think you know the, the history of our glue sticks you know you've got the quality uh, the quality kind of hurdle to come over and then you also have obviously the environmental impact which i'll, I'll go through um, but you know uh, the history of our actual glue sticks you know we start off with the white glue stick pvp glue stick and, you know, it was between 18 to 22% glue solids. You know, you mm-hmm. hear a lot of teachers that say, oh, glue sticks. Yeah, but do they actually work? I mean, this glue just comes apart. It puckers the page and get lumps and bumps on it. And this is because, you know, uh, glue sticks have a lot of water in them. That's how they're made. And, you know, when we're talking about 18 to 22% glue solids, well, the rest of that is is is, is water effectively. So when you've got a low percentage of, of glue solid, you're going to get too much water. That is going to ripple the page, and when it does actually set, that glue isn't going to be very effective. Unfortunately, um, there is um, the issue is is that there's a lot of business managers in the schools are price driven nowadays. Obviously, the costs of everything is gone through the roof, um, yeah. and um, you know it's well, can I get the cheapest glue stick? Um, and the problem with that is you are getting what you pay for. And we were just another one that, that, that supplied glue sticks like this for, a, for, a, for, a, for quite a, a long time. We didn't specialise in glue sticks as such. You know, we we, we specialise in other things, and that was just another thing really that we, we introduced into our range. Um, it's only really been the last sort of uh, six to seven years that we've actually worked with our own chemist, and we have developed our own range of glue sticks. Um, and so we now have three different types of glue sticks. Uh, we've got a, we've got a blue stick, which, um, is fantastic for early years children because they can actually see where they're sticking. It's also very important for children to learn, um, not to use too much glue. This is part of this kind of environmental journey we went on. It's very important to get a blue stick in for early years because Mm -hmm. we're realizing that children just use too much at an early age.
0: Yeah. Oh, they really do. They really, really do.
1: I bet bet you've seen that many times uh, in your line of work, Harry.
0: Oh, so like today I I had a, there was an activity that involved gluing and it is, it's an endless thing of saying to the students, you don't need that much glue. You don't need, and you know, they're, they're putting it on the page. They're putting it on the the other thing. They're putting it on the table. They're putting it in their hair. And it's like, you don't need to use that much glue guys.
1: I I need your, um, well, I need your address, for your school, and you need some blue sticks ASAP so we can we can help you with that. Um, I'll give
0: that, you that. No worries.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what we're going to do for you because I think you, we you need is that blue stick. You need to see where they're sticking, and then they're not going to use too much. Um, and then of course it, it dries clear. But then you, when you, when you introduce the blue, you lose some glue. That's just how the formula works, obviously. So you, uh, but our minimum glue solid and our own formulas is thirty percent glue solid. So that that addition is very very strong and it, it's very very good. And then we have our white stick, which is a, a PVP stick, much like some of, some of the other um, famous brands out there that you're used to. And that's a 35% glue solid. Uh, and then moving on, we have a clear stick, which is uh, our most premium glue stick. It's it's uh, it, it applies. It's got this got 45% of glue solid in it. It applies very smooth on the page. You know, you get very low puckering because it's very low water content you can stick the he- heavier items and the point i'm trying to say here is that we've actually become kind of we- we've really uh, come a long way with our glue sticks we've learned from the past we've developed our own formulas but hey that's only one part of it right this the, the quality of the glue stick then the, the environmental impacts though how much waste is, is, is there is in glue sticks is just astronomical and this this bugged us because we as a company, we we want to be as eco-friendly as possible. And, you know, um, it, it, there is talk out there that you can recycle glue sticks. Um, is that something you've heard um, before, Harry, that you can actually recycle glue sticks?
0: Uh, yeah, it's something I've heard. Um, but it's not something that I've ever seen done particularly well. It, well, A, in any school I know, or B, in any language academy, I've, I've heard it mentioned, but you know, I've not seen it in action.
1: Well, the thing is, you actually can't recycle a glue stick. Um, it is just kind of propaganda, really. And, you know, mm-hmm. have you ever had, um, you know, obviously we've all heard that if you contaminate your, your food, uh, the, the plastics that your food come in, if you don't clean it out properly, then that's not going to get recycled properly. Well, if you imagine a glue stick, it's when, you, when you've used it, it's full of glue, a uh, little, little glue residue in, in through the spine. Uh, What's more is you've got two types of plastic. So you've got a a polyurethane screw base and core Mm -hmm. and a polypropylene tube. And the reason for that is the polyurethane is is softer plastic than than the polypropylene. That means that that screw mechanism works really well. If it wasn't like that, you'd have too much friction and it wouldn't work. So you have to have the two types of plastics. Now that means then that you have two plastics that are very, very hard to separate um and then of course you've got the contamination that means that every glue stick prior to the system we've developed uh which which is, is now a refill system has is, is, is always either been burnt or buried um yep. it either goes into incineration or, or landfill and unfortunately it's not true you can't recycle glue stick and we spent a year we spent a year trying to work out how do we take a glue stick apart what how do we innovate this what do we do how do how can we change the glue stick And we realized that actually the glue sticks fine. You know, it's, it's, it's like the best analogy I can give you. It's like getting a mastic gun and, you know, getting a tube of silicon and using that silicon tube up. And when that tube of silicon's done, you don't throw the mastic gun away. You just get another tube and you you, you use mastic gun again. And you can use it again and again. yeah. Yeah. So, so that, that's kind of how we came round to, okay, well, we need to make a refill for this um and um so we developed new fill and we branded our glue stick range new fill um and so we have these three types and they all have a refill canister now it's very easy once you've used the glue stick you've used up that tube of glue and then you just get the refill you take the screw cap off and you apply it to the top of the the glue stick simply wind it in and, and and away you go um, I mean, obviously you then think, well, okay, so you've got a plastic container with a refill in it. So now what, what, so you've just created more plastic. Well, the, the benefit now is that, um, I've got an airtight container, which makes the shelf life of that glue inside of it much longer. Cause we all know a glue stick isn't fully airtight. If you put, if you put water in an actual glue stick in, in a barrel of a glue, an empty glue stick, it will pour out the bottom. Mm-hmm. So the minute a glue sticks made, it's starting to dry out. There's nothing we can do about it. Okay. Obviously our glue formulas are, are made so that they last the longest amount of time, but there's nothing like a refill canister. So you can store these for longer. What's more is we're now trying to educate our, our settings now to say, right. Don't just buy how many glue sticks you're going to use, buy how many glue sticks you actually need and refill them. So what we, what we actually do is we offer boxes of 50 refills um, and they actually get 10 glue sticks for free whenever they get those. So then the idea is that they only have, they have a, a smaller amount of actual glue sticks and when they're depleted inside, then they refill and keep refilling those and they need more refills in, in, their, in their stationary cupboards. Um, and uh, this is kind of, this is a whole new way of, of thinking about the, the glue stick cycle.
0: It, and it to me it seems like such a logical like thing of it. So you know, I think about the the number of of glue sticks that I've I've been through, or the number of glue sticks I've seen used and and just thrown away, as you say, or even somebody who's thrown it into the recycling, thinking it can be recycled, which obviously can't. So that ruins that whole batch of recycling as well. Um, and it just seems like. I I don't imagine it is a simple process, but it seems like such a simple idea to have a refill glue stick. Like I I can't understand how it this is brilliant, basically, but it just seems like a logical thing to do. So it's a it's amazing that you're doing it. Um and it is something that when that's introduced into a school and, and when a a child sees this happening, it does just it it that it starts that belief and it shows these students straight away and and builds this idea of, you know, we don't need to get these disposable things. You know, we can get refillable this, we can get refillable that, and it can just encourage that just from the ground up.
1: Absolutely, and uh, you know, uh, we we actually do other refill products in our range. I can I can come on to that a bit later, just to sort of uh, give everybody an idea about you know, how we're always trying to push the envelope and always trying to, trying to develop everything and, and not be complacent with, well, okay, that's the way that's been done for all that time. You know, that's the way it's got to be. I think, you know, you've got to look at the environmental impact of everything that, you, that we're doing as a company and, and collectively, you know, and we've got to think, well, someone's got to look at that and go, well, look at the amount of waste there is. And, you know, when you actually talk to recycling centers and ask them, I mean, please, I implore everyone to do it. Ask them, can I recycle glue sticks? And they will, well, see what they say to you. And then, when, you know, once you, once you understand the truth, you know, you see the need for this because how many glue sticks every year globally do you think are going into, into the bin? It, it's just astronomical. We are, we've now, with our system, um, and we haven't eradicated it because it, it would take everybody to take on this, adopt this system all together at once. But certainly with our, customers and the people we, we service and in our line of work, we've eradicated single use plastics for glue sticks and something we're very, very proud of. And you may ask, well, okay, so what happens to that refill? Well, we do a drop and swap service. So what happens is, if, um, you know, if, if a setting has, has, has got 50 refills from us, they've got their 10 glue sticks that they've, re- they've used up, then they've re- all, re- refilled each of those glue sticks five times each, obviously, because you've got 50 refills there. You've got a box of empties. Well, you're ready to order some more, aren't you? So what you can do is call us up. You order another box of 50. We then, uh, at the same time, with the drop and swap, we collect your empties. At the same time, we deliver your fresh box of 50. So then we take those back to our warehouse and um, they get stored away. We are uh, currently working towards our first 100,000 empties. And once we've uh, got all of those hundred thousand, that will be the first batch that will be sent to our, back to our factory, um, to be reused in production. And so that is all that plastic that hasn't been just thrown away, or it's not single use, it's going to be reused in production. And we've over-engineered these canisters so that they can actually survive that journey, um, and they will be, uh, very good for, for, to be used over and over again, for, uh, certainly so, for yeah. a few, few number of times
0: yeah when you showed me that box i was thinking wow that's going to be like the when it has another like load of of glue in it it's going to be it's going to be a second generation of glue within that like thing it just it it made me meet me tingly and green on the inside i have to say when because um just before when when we had our zoom uh connection there he he did show me a box of them and and uh it just it filled me with with I'm not sure if it's a normal amount of joy, but it was certainly an amount of joy that um, that not many people would associate with glue sticks for for most people. But for me, it was uh, absolutely unreal to see that. Um, and now, I've, I've mentioned very briefly before that I, I have investigated a bit and I've looked at your site. And before we bring Ed in, which we will do very shortly. Um, now, learn play nexus isn't isn't just about glue sticks, is it? You mentioned very briefly some of the other things you do earlier. You mentioned with the, the, with uh, numeracy and stuff like that, but there's there's an awful lot more to learn play nexus than than just refill glue. Let's let's be very clear from the start out. So, what other sorts of things um, do you do you make and, and do you produce at learn play nexus? Yeah, well,
1: we've been we're we're specialists pri- primarily in early years so we you know we do have a comprehensive arts and crafts range and a stationary range which of course of for all age groups in education really but we we do have a focus on servicing nurseries and and sort of reception year one age groups um for for education and we have uh we've developed a number of things and we've I mean, firstly, going back in, in, in the history of, of our company, we have made a number of innovations. We've we've we were the first to do a, a triangular whiteboard pen, um, and we were, we did one of the first uh, children's whiteboards. And, and there's lots of lots of things we've listened to over the years and worked with teachers. Um, one of our one of our sort of pride and joy really resources is our Pegs Two range, which we work very closely with Dr. Angela Webb. Uh, over a number of years, she was the chair of the National Handwriting Association. Um, her life's work was helping children with poor motor coordination, and her passion has always been handwriting. And um, at this stage, I should mentioned that we're, we're a family-run company. It's my father who is the CEO, and it, she met my father. Um, it was about must be about nine years ago now um when she was the chair of the nha we're a corporate member of the national handwriting association i should mention who are a great charity who do just brilliant things um uh for the, for pushing the awareness of handwriting um and and best practice but um she she uh developed a, a concept called pegs to paper for literacy which is all about uh developing the the linguistic skills the positional language the the the, the posture handwriting grip with a specially designed peg that that we've we've done um and we 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 evolve that range into into a a numeracy range so it's really effective for teaching teaching maths and uh sabotaging and 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 color number and position and we also have a whole construction range and and just on the topic of eco you know we, we we recently in in recent years changed the production of our pegs and peg boards from EVA foam, which isn't the best for the environment. Let's be honest. Um, mm. uh, in the boards and and the pegs were made of PP plastic. Well, now we've innovated our own uh, material of wood pulp, um, and um, this is a seventy percent um, wood pulp, uh, so, which is basically uh, the byproduct of other wooden products that we manufacture in the, in the same in the same factory. Um and it gets kind of like all put together and then with binds with thirty percent resin um and that that is a is a is a perfect uh alternative to using plastic and, and e v a foam and so we we've made that innovation um and uh but we do you know we we do a wide range of resources and we do out, outdoor play and yeah you know, we've got we've got a uh, again it's always a topic for us is how do we make this the most environmentally friendly as possible. know whilst also keeping the same quality and you know we we introduced a bike range uh recently which you know you can get spare parts on you know the wheels the handlebar grips everything so so, so it's a bike for life you know what a shame to have you know a bike that you that just gets thrown away you know Mm -hmm. if we think right okay well how do we make this um make this sort of you know continue on and and give it keep giving it life um and so we have all the spare parts for that and we have another bike that we've recently introduced which also uses that wood pulp material that I mentioned um, in in some of the, the frame and, and the wheels. So, I think um, yeah, and, and refillable products are very important to us. You know, we've got we've got a pastel, a really famous pastel that people love using. Called a, a I was silky just
0: looking at that the, the the chalky pastels. Oh my, they look so cool.
1: Yeah, the chalky pastels are are, are a real. Uh, one of the favourites and you can do many things, lots of surfaces you can you can draw on, they're water-soluble, uh, we've got refills for those, the silky pastels we also do, which is another type of pastel, again, we're, we're going to make refills available for that very soon. Um, and, you know, the uFill system itself, it may evolve from not just being glue, let's put it that way, we may evolve this into other refillable products, so stay tuned for that too. Um, but. You know, it's it's like I said. I think the theme here is that you know one of our kind of primary um, driving forces at the start of product development is the eco credentials of that product. And and are we are we doing everything we can to be as environmentally conscious as possible at the source of 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 production?
0: Um, We've got a question here from one of the listeners. his name's Pat, and he he runs a plastic recycling program at schools, and uh, and he says that there's an issue with the the recycling codes um, on on products, and he, he was wondering what what happens at Learn Play Nexus with the recycling codes. Okay,
1: um, I mean recycling codes, I'd say so the the plastic uh, numbers,
0: I guess the the the. P, I guess that's what he's talking about. Um, I know that. Um, the aim is to not actually have to recycle anything with the refillables certainly it's all about reusing them and not recycling them at all so um i know that's the, yes. the aim of those ones
1: yeah i mean i would say um to be quite honest with you um uh, there are limits to my knowledge on certain detail but i know that we uh, we do everything we can um uh, i think the like I said, the, the plastic element of, of you for example, we are taking the recycling element away completely. So exactly. we are, we are sending this back to super production. We refilling these and we aren't really asking anyone to recycle these at all. And you know what this, the issue with uh, recycling, um, is, I mean, the pla- I mean, Ed would elaborate on this, um, soon, uh, when he, when he, when he joins, but you know, the big plastic count was a bit, bit of a shock. And I, yeah, you know, and I think, you know, I think we're trying to take that out. We're trying to take we're trying to take the unknown out of this process. We're, we're trying to we're trying to manage this from start to finish. So we know where it's come from, where it's going. And we're not asking anyone to put this into recycling at all.
0: Exactly that. It's It's one of the things I know here in Spain, it's certainly um something that that people often use in a kind of you know they say that well I recycle that's like their kind of answer to you know does it matter that I I drove uh 400 meters to school because I recycle um but then a lot of people don't know what they're recycling or how they're recycling and the, the whole idea of this and and I absolutely love this with it is it doesn't mention that it's it's reuse refill rethink as opposed to the classic mantra of reduce reuse recycle and 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 that's a mantra i can really get on board with this this um the whole rethinking aspect of things as opposed to going directly to recycling and that's not to to belittle pat at all in any way i do think it's important that schools do recycle what they can i think it is very important that they do but this wonderful idea of not having to recycle is 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 absolutely brilliant,
1: and I'd I'd say uh, by the way again thank you Pat for that, that question. Sorry I couldn't answer it more. I know for a, I know that my operations director could probably fill in, fill in on a few things there uh, that I couldn't. So I'm sorry I couldn't answer that question. Um, but I do I do know we are doing everything we can, and I think that you know. But hey, we're a small company, and maybe we don't know the full answers to that to those questions. And there, there's ways we can improve. But look, but I think where we're Certainly where we're trying to um, take things into our own hands, like I said, it is, is, is important. But onto the refills again, the primary, um, the primary driver is for us to have these back into production. But we do say uh, 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 something else as well, which is important to note, is that um, if you are thinking about buying a uh, TENS frame, for example, a plastic TENS frame to teach math in school, if you're looking to buy plastic containers to put paint into, um, and a, a numerous other different things, just have a good look at this free byproduct that you've got from refilling your glue stick. Now I'm, I, the, the, the best thing for the environment is to send it back to us because we will make sure it gets refilled and reused. And, 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 but if you're going to buy another piece of plastic to do a job that this can do instead, one other one other version of this story is to say, why don't you consider keeping back a few of the TENS frames and using them to store liquids, because they are airtight containers, they're stackable, so they're ideal for mathematics, they're on a TENS frame, I mean, we used to, we used to provide a product called Linking TENS, right, and uh, the, the TENS frames are saturated in the marketplace, so it's not something, it's nothing new, but we, we provided our own version of it in EVA foam again, I mentioned earlier, isn't the best thing for the environment. So this, this actually does that it, 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 you could fill this with sand, uh, different colored sand, and you can do exactly what that product can do. And you can, it comes in a tense base. And I, I know uh, we have, this is audio only, so you can't visually see what's in front of me, but you can actually stack these on top of each other. The, the reason for that, for the um, refilling element in the production, it means that we can take away the issue of the cardboard wilting you know uh, in in transit because we're not relying on that cardboard if that cardboard goes that houses these tens frames and these refills we can just stack these and they can get palletized and it's not an issue mm-hmm. so but that same same engineering for the transportation well we've also thought well if you we make it a tens frame you can use it for maths and it and it i mean hey anyone who's uh, interested in this system if you get hold of it you will trust me you'll see Endless benefits to this, and all I'm saying is, if you're if you're getting boxes uh, and boxes of fifties, um, and for your school, you know, ninety percent of it, send it back to us. That's the best thing for the environment. That ten percent of them though, that you keep back. You may just prevent the planet from giving birth to more plastic for other purposes that you can reuse this for as well. So. Um, I think that 's a really important thing to bear in mind for, for reusing as well because um I think um and, and Ed will probably better help me out on this a bit later on as well for ideas and you know uh what, what as a teacher and obviously Harry as well I mean i think I think harry you did i 'm really excited for you to uh to get your hands on those blue sticks and um, oh you have you have no things.
0: idea how excited I am, and another thing you mentioned we are audio only but you can send me some pictures. I will happily share them around to to show the listeners, you know, what we've been talking about. So yeah, I'd love to see a uh, um that box you showed me earlier and and yes, yeah, some some other bits and pieces that have been stacked. And and yeah, show me these things. because um, I would love to to see them. Now before we'll bring Ed in very shortly, he's been very patient. I, I, I do. I am a big fan of Ed's, um, and his patience is excellent. Um, but I'm just going to say one more thing before we do bring him in, if that's okay. Um, now, as I said, I, I have looked a lot at your site, and 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 what I really love with a lot of the 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 other learning stuff. So, like your your balancing scales and your balance beams, and the easels and the the crates and stuff like that it's it's all wooden um there's it's it's a, well, a lot of it's been built from wood and there's very little like what seems like unnecessary plastic and it seems to me like what you are doing and the way you are going is is eliminating that unnecessary plastic you know there are going to be times when it is a necessary evil and we do need to use it but from what i can see um from my point of view is these areas it it seems like you're using Better materials where you can
1: yeah absolutely and uh, and you know going back to that res- that, that uh, material that we have developed wood pulp I mean yeah that's, it's fantastic and we're using it as much as possible. but there's some instances where you cannot use wood pulp because it doesn't it doesn't go to it it can't be stretched very thin or it can't be used. for example the pots in our peg system that I mentioned earlier we could do the pegs mm-hmm. made out of that material. But the pots are still made from PP plastic because, you know, um, it, it was a too thin, uh, the, the pot itself was too thin and the way the mould works. So it's, it wasn't possible for that product, otherwise it would it would break um, and the, uh, the resin to wood pulp formula wouldn't work in, in that way. So it's we're pushing the boundaries as, as much as we can. But then we have to remember as well that, you know, um, and, you know, I one day I I have this vision that we will move away from plastics, uh, you know, almost almost entirely, but uh, plastics that are have a long life that can be washed, that can be uh, that, are, that are strong, that are quality, that have a purpose that isn't single use. I think the main thing is is targeting single use. I mean, all our packaging is, is paper, paper tape. We use paper uh, fill in, in our boxes, you know. I think also that there's like a kind of um, time frame as well, and it's like it's like trying to get everything uh, over to the green side is, is is kind of like impossible to start with, and and we're 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 a small company, and I think that we are doing everything we can, and it's a process, and you, no doubt you'll see there's some things that we, we 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 supply that are still plastics that we can we can develop out of new materials, but it's it's, it's certainly a process, but I think that like I said there's a there is a place for for materials and sometimes pp plastic is a good solution um, but for example we use bamboo uh for for construction uh construction uh products that we we've developed and it is just the most amazing resource i mean obviously um i'm sure most people have, have know a lot about bamboo and how great it is but we use a particular bamboo species that grows up between five to seven years. you know uh, most woods you know if you cut down a tree that that tree's taken about 40 years to grow to full maturity. you cut the tree yeah. down and that's it you know um, bamboo uh, five to seven years grows up amazing really strong resource does a lot of things that you know all the things that wood does uh, it looks beautiful as well. but you cut that down and it's it's like making a product out your out your front lawn. It's the grass you know it grows back it grows back again in six seven yeah. years it's back again and you know the the, the forests that we um that, that our product is um it, taking that material from is, is is well managed and um you know it, it's been proven that large amounts of um, bamboo forests are, are actually having a positive impact on um, co2 emissions because it's it's uh absorbing uh more co2 so um, it's a great thing all around bamboo. We, we've got a very, uh, uh a very unique set of, um, um, stem building blocks, uh, that are called bamboo block play, which we've, uh, made very, very popular with our, our, customers and, um, yeah, it's made from that material and we, it goes through a special process and, you know, the, the quality is, is, is phenomenal as well. But I think that, you know, it's nice to have something that does everything and more then it's 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 traditional wood uh, equivalent and looks better and is just amazing for the environment. So we we're using we're using bamboo for our Pegsta count up, I mentioned earlier, for, for numeracy. and um, uh, we've got vehicles made of it as well and, and and lots of things. There's more to come as well. So bamboo is is definitely up there in, in one of the resources we are uh, one of our go to resources, I'd like to say, um, for, for developing product
0: and you're right because when you look at it you know you you can't necessarily like, this is not in a, in a negative way at all you can't tell the difference between it and a wood but a light like, block set you know if, if if i looked at this bamboo block play and i looked at it without it saying bamboo block play set I, it, it looks like wood you know it it, it doesn't look like something especially it, it's a beautiful thing it, it doesn't look like you know a a second-rate material by any stretch of the imagination, because it just isn't. But so many years we've been so used to using wood for all these different things that it becomes difficult for people to make those changes and companies to make those changes. And as you say, like with a person, it's a process. You know, it's one of the things I always talk about with it's New Year's, you know, New Year's resolutions. People often, you know, their New Year's resolution is to give up smoking, get healthy, be greener, become vegan, you know do all of these things at once and and they fail within 3 days and give up whereas what they need to do is think you know by the end of the year I'd like to maybe do these things so I'm going to take steps to to do this to achieve this and and what I can see is that you know in the the almost 30 years that you've been you've been around that you're you clearly are taking those steps yeah
1: and you know what it's a, it's a, ever going every Ever ongoing learning curve as well, and uh, yeah, I think I think that um, there's a lot more we can look at in our product range um, uh, to to improve. But trust me, everything that is being reordered or developed from scratch, like I said, the primary emphasis is is on the environment. And you know, the nice nice thing is, I love the way uh, the wood pulp and the bamboo products look. Uh, you know. The, the wood pulp is, is a bit muted. You know, the colours are a bit muted than the PP mm-hmm. equivalent, PP plastic equivalent. It looks eco. It's got it's it's, it's tactile. It's it, it's got a little flex in it, and and it just I think it's it's everything. It, it's better in every way. Um, you know, yes, you wouldn't put it in a dishwasher like you could PP plastic, but um, you, you can use uh, you can you can put wipes on it because it's very important to keep things clean in in, in earlier well, well educational environments. Uh, and in nurseries, but yeah, you, know, you you can yeah you can't put PP you, you can put PB plastic into a, a dishwasher, but uh, we can put wipes onto um, uh, wood pulp and clean it in, in other ways, and it's just fine. Yeah, you know, the performance of the product in 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 every other way is um, is is just as good or, or even better. So I think that um, it's nice to you know you go through a process when you develop products and you think are we going to lose something from when we if we change this are we going to lose something um yeah we're going to use a bit of quality or a bit of durability and uh it, it's nice when it goes the other way i mean the bamboo for example goes for a carbonization process uh which actually makes it stronger um you know it, it's incredibly strong our, our bamboo uh, that, that we use and mm-hmm. the caramelization process kind of gives it a bit of a kind of a darker sort of tone as well and it, it does uh, it does really look. Uh, look nice as well so yeah i think i think oh, it does kind of it looks like
0: varnished though. wood yeah
1: like, it's, it, yeah it's yeah it's it's nice it, it, it think, looks uh, fantastic yeah so so it's 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 all positive stuff it's this well, this development stuff but you know you've got to trial and error this these things and um uh, you know it, it takes a process things don't happen overnight when you want to make a new a new material or you want to change change the script on something you've done for so many years You know you need a lot of prototyping there's a lot goes in uh, into this stuff and you know hey we're 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 one of you know there's not that many of us british uh um companies that, that, that are designing their own early years resources in the way that we're doing and uh we're very very proud of it
0: and rightly so now i am going to bring in our special guest ed moore now he's been sitting as i say patiently in the wings um so I, I did speak to Ed a little while ago I've, I've been very impressed with with his work um at his school and uh his uh eco ambassadorial role um and he was the second person that, that mentioned learn play nexus to me so um ed do you read me
2: hello harry how are you
0: oh i'm very well thanks I'll tell you what with without the zoom there I was a bit nervous that maybe you'd you'd nipped off somewhere or you know you'd gone to do something else but you hadn't you were there which is a, a a great relief to me so um it's a pleasure to have you on again Ed. um thank you and thank you so much for your patience
2: no thanks for the invite it's great to be on again and I've, I've been uh been listening into the chat of uh, between you and Charlie and yeah it's really interesting really good
0: now I'm, I'm gonna um, go to you now if that's okay. Um, so so everything that Charlie said it, it's wonderful. I'd love to you know to listen to all this, but what I want to hear now is from you as an outsider. Um, you are you're a teacher in a school. Um, so I want to know how did you hear about learn Play Nexus and and more importantly, how did you start working together? Uh, well basically uh, the last two years.
2: Uh, glue sticks have been a huge problem within our school. Uh, we, we throw away thousands of glue sticks every year, um, which costs us money for them to be taken away. Um, and they don't just, they just don't last that long. Um, and my eco crew, they wanted to, uh, find a way that perhaps they could be recycled or reused and, um, and they wrote letters to, uh, some of the big glue names. Um, who said that they could be recycled and we know they can't be recycled uh, because they then wrote to all the county councils round in, in England. They, they select 10 and every single county council waste department said they can't be recycled. Uh, they would um, contaminate the process where literally, as well as those glue sticks, everything else within that pile would be would be incinerated or put into landfill so that wasn't the answer and it was just by chance uh i saw uh learn play nexus and their ufill glue sticks on linkedin and uh i connected up with with grant uh uh who works at at uh, ufill and uh that's how it all sort of came together
0: it's uh it is like a a wonderful serendipity really isn't it when when these these wonderful things happen together um uh, so yeah could could you tell us a bit more about the the impact that that it has had at your school the you feel glue stick um let's have some like some some testimonial from somebody who's yeah. there on the ground um and also very briefly just recap and tell everybody what what it is you do at your school um cuz you mentioned your eco crew but you know what is your what is your school environment and you know what what do you do and how has the you impacted your school
2: yeah so uh, I'm, a, I'm a primary school teacher i'm an eco coordinator and i've taken my school from knowing nothing about the environment or looking after it to one of the top uh, one of the top eco schools in the country uh, we're a multi award winning uh, school uh and we've embedded the environmental curriculum across uh, our curriculum, uh, so every child knows their responsibility uh, within school and within their community of what they need to do to uh, make their world a better place for themselves and for others around them. Um, and your question about uh, the glue sticks—they are literally phenomenal. They've changed our lives. Uh, we we use less glue now uh, than we did. Uh, cause the quality of the glue stick is phenomenal. Uh, it, it literally, uh, it's made us use less, uh, which then less goes to landfill, uh, and we we're, we're, we've, we've, uh, saved a lot of money too, which has helped our budget because you probably know schools in England haven't got much money. Uh, so it mean, means that we can then spend that money that we need on other resources, uh, for around our school uh and the the children just love it the children love refilling uh they know they are they they know all the the whole concept uh the importance of refill reducing reusing uh it's things that we can use this concept in the children's learning uh that they're doing within the classroom
0: i think for me that is like you know, beyond the removing it from landfill and, and this, that and the other, it, it's that whole concept of taking this thing that used to just be thrown away and making it something we can reuse to introduce that to, uh, you know, the sponges that are primary school brains, uh, that whole idea of saying, you know, this this thing here, we can reuse it. And, and the impact of that, and not only, you know, using refillable... Um, glue sticks but also using refillable whiteboard markers and you know refillable crayons and all these different things and showing the students that hey you know you can do that you can reuse them and it's just the whole mindset starts to change and it's it's with something i don't want to say something small like a glue stick because i, I don't want to belittle it in any way but with something like a glue stick can start that whole mindset change
2: yeah 100 um it's so important to to, you know, uh, re- reducing is the way forward. You know, we need to get out of our, you know, recycling is important, but, you know, where you're going to save your money, you know, is reducing, reusing, repairing, repurposing. Uh, it's those those R words now that uh, we need to be focusing on within schools and within, within communities.
0: Exactly that. So, um, Charlie, I'm going to bring you back in now. Um... <laughs> You've now had your, your time patiently on the sidelines. Uh, so um, you're starting a, a podcast soon with, uh, with um, Ed. You are, so how did that all come about? So, so obviously they found the glue sticks and they found you and this, this beautiful synergy has started happening between you guys. Um, but there is a, a new podcast, Get to Net Zero. Um, Charlie, I'm gonna, I'd like to ask you about how this kind of came about
1: well as ed mentioned you know um it was kind of like a chance thing on linkedin with uh with my colleague grant um and it's just brilliant to connect with someone like ed because as i've explained the process um you know at length um hopefully that was interesting anyway me going on and on and on but i I explained about our kind of process making the, the glue you know developing that glue stick system and some of the other products we've done but you know you get to the end of that process you think wow you know we've 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 innovated something here and we've we, we're, we're trying to we're eliminating single-use plastics you go to some settings and they go yeah it's all right because i like paying what i pay for my glue sticks and it, yours is a little bit more expensive so i'm all right thank you and you know <laughs> luckily luckily you don't, we don't get it all the time a lot of people are very enthusiastic about it but you know um, some schools just go Do you know what no uh, i'm not that interested in the environment i'm, I'm you know it, and they don't quite see, like like Ed mentioned, just a saving uh, that you can actually have by having a longer lasting glue stick, let alone one that saves the environment. But but connecting with someone like Ed, who's an eco coordinator, a teacher, you know, he's the person we've had in mind, you know, and it's been so nice to connect with that person. And you know, uh, Ed's Ed's just genuinely wants to shout about this all the time. We we, we get so many leads and so many people approaching us because of what Ed's uh, saying. And, you know, Ed's a bit of a, you know, it's a bit of a celebrity in the eco uh, world and and LinkedIn, you know, gets a lot of uh, interest and rightly so, you know, all the great things he's doing and we're just so appreciative of, of, you know, He's just going, yeah. I'm going to tell this person and tell, her, oh, what you're saying that that person doesn't know about it, and I'm going to tell you know if he knows them, he's going to have to tell them and share the share the spread the word, and it's just great. So we kind of sat down and said, well, well, you know, Ed, you know, how can we help, um, you know, and um, so so it's saying, well, I just want to reach out to more and more schools, and I, I want to get this message out there. You know, there's not the support there for helping um, schools become, uh, you know, get to net zero. There's this kind of government guideline to say, you've got to get there by 2025, or I'm not sure what the next, uh, if that's moved now, but there, there's all these kind of uh, framework in place. But Ed's really passionate about getting his experience out to um, other other schools. And I think that we just, we had a little bit of experience doing some, some webinar uh, things with our customers. And I said, well, Let's get, let's get something going on, on, on there, like a podcast or webinar type thing, and let's just uh, start sharing the top tips. So we kind of like come up with Get to Net Zero with Ed Moore, and uh, we did, didn't we Ed? We, we, we did do our first, very first one in November, and we, it was a little bit of a technical issue, but um, uh, which we've overcome now. Um, I, I remember um, it was five minutes before we were gonna go live, and uh, the connection completely dropped out. Uh, a little bit like my start of this, um, this, uh, this episode, actually, when I, I couldn't mute myself. You really, it just it's never know these things are going to happen. Uh, and um, I ended up having Ed on my phone, his little picture, uh, and it was just me there. Uh, but, but, Ed, you came across so well, and everyone heard everything on that. So it was we kind of just got through it somehow. But I think um, but we're going we're gonna to start doing these every month, aren't we, Ed? But we, we, we didn't want to do it over the Christmas period. Because it's not the best time for teachers, so we've kind of we gave it a rest January and and, uh, December and January, um and we're thinking sort of February March time. That's gonna we're gonna kick it back up again, and it's gonna be every month.
0: I think it is so important that teachers do have other teachers to hear from. I mean, I know that in you know in my my line of work, a lot of the teacher training I do and a lot of the the talks I go to and I, I get asked to go to in schools and stuff. It is they want to hear these ideas, these, these hacks, almost, <laughs> as it were, you know, of how can I be more environmentally friendly with not spending more money and not losing too much t- curriculum time? You know, it, it's the big thing with a lot of the... So I go to a lot of public schools as well as... Um, by public schools, but that is not as it would be in England, by the way. A public school here is a state school. Um, <laughs> confusing one, that. So I go into a lot of these state schools... Um, and we introduce these ideas, but it isn't only in the idea of in the English language class, it's in every class and and how these ideas can be brought about and to not take too much time away from, from the curriculum. Because as teachers, we all know what, well, as humans, really, what we don't have a lot of is time, like spare time, especially. So when you come to, uh, when I go to a lot of schools to a lot of teachers and I say, hey, we, here are some ideas to to be a bit greener, and their their instant thought is, "Well, I've got exams to do, I've got this to do, I've got that to do." So having you know a podcast with these with these ideas from and I'm I'm going to say it, Ed from an expert like Ed, uh, it can only be helpful.
1: Absolutely, and and Ed, I don't know if you want to add anything about kind of where you're you know you're coming from um because you know what what you what you see um where you- i spoke for you there i mean um what, what do you kind of see uh where do you see getting it zero in a in a year's time you know i mean um uh, i mean i think everyone should who's interested should tune into this because it is ed's it's his secret toolbox uh you know and um but but yeah i mean over to you ed really well you know
2: too you know In 12 months' time, you know, if we can have feedback from schools to say that, you know, the, 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 that, you know, our webinars and our top tips have really helped them to progress their environmental, uh, you know, targets and they become eco schools, then it's all been worthwhile in, in doing the, the webinars that we'd be doing and, and the top tips. Um, And, you know, and I hope that, you know, we can get guests on and we can, you know, you know, accelerate uh, the learning of uh, the teachers and the schools that are, you know, tuning in uh, to our to our webinars. And um, you know, I'm really, really passionate. You know, I, I've got this wealth of knowledge uh, that I've learned on the job. I've had no training, but I've just learned how, how it all works and how you know what schools need. Um, and I just want to share that knowledge uh, to help other schools to become as sustainable as possible.
0: I I love that idea. Like, um so as you mentioned, the the secret toolbox, as it were, there, there, Charlie. It's a, a lovely phrase because there are a lot of um there are a lot of people out there and a lot of uh educators and so on that, you know, while we're in our classrooms and stuff, we're we're free with all of our knowledge, with everything. But there are some things that we do want to kind of keep to ourselves, but but this idea of, you know, when it comes to sustainability and 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 net zero and that kind of thing and, and you know, eco champions, I, I've never met one who doesn't want to share these, these ideas um, with others because the end goal isn't to have um, your school as the greenest school in the world. The end goal is to have as many other schools as you can find to be as green as yours. Um, And I imagine that's uh, another motivation behind this podcast.
2: Yeah, 100 percent, 100 percent, Harry. You know, the more the more more eco schools we can get, the better. Uh, You know, perhaps we could even get those schools that have become eco schools through through our webinars to come on our show and, you know, just, you know, share, you know, their, their sort of stories and and yeah it's all about a domino effect it's all about getting as many schools as possible to become environmental schools um you know uh it's not about a personal thing of seeing how many wars we can get or how many you know how how much better we can get uh it's all about spreading the word and and getting um getting as as many environmental schools as many children young people involved in Uh, environmental campaigns as we can
0: and I do also love that idea um, when you do have a number of schools in like a district in an area um, and there is that that, uh, not necessarily competitive nature but there is the kind of keeping up with the Joneses thing there Um, not to not to use a pun on the name there sorry Charlie Um, but yeah when you know you see another school in your area has become an eco school and you think hang on a minute you know maybe if they're doing it, we also kind of should be doing that as well.
2: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And I've seen it firsthand, you know, we, we became in our area, we became the first eco school. And then suddenly load of schools side knocking on our door, sort of saying, what, well, what, well, what are you doing differently that we're not doing? And can we come and have a look, see what you're doing. And, and then suddenly, you know, that whole domino effect, school off, school off, school within we the area just started uh, to, you know, become environmentally friendly. And and then they started getting con- in contact and I started mentoring them and helping them to get better at what they were doing. And then and then they were sending out the messages far and wide. And, and that's what we want to do.
0: I think something that I'd really like to to stress to our listeners today as well and like to really emphasize this, that you are working in a primary school you know you're working with with very young children you know these are these are ideas that often when when people approach me they're like oh but can you really do these things with very young children and and i you know i often use you as an example because absolutely and i say that this is the place where we should be doing it you know we don't need to go in there with the doom and gloom and 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 the the awful prospects and so on and so forth we need to go in there with the how can we be greener what more can we do from where from our standpoint and if we are molding these young minds to think that way then that can only be a good thing for the future
2: oh 100 um you know that young the young children are so passionate um you know i see it firsthand every day uh you know i think that five-year-olds can talk about the climate change they they know what they need to be doing what their purpose is uh what they their parents need to be doing they're badgering them to you know to to reduce and get on their bikes and improve their their well-being and their environments uh within their homes um and i think that's you know that's really important you know it's, it's one thing teaching it within the school but then you want it to then get out there into the community um and spread um and you know at first hand you know just this week we've been doing a big topic in about the oceans in my class and to think that you know my class they're they're five and six years old and they can talk about climate change they they you know in their own little terms they know what you you know they're 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 so passionate and they're out there with their litter pickers picking. Picking up litter in their villages and their towns, uh, countryside on the beaches, uh, it's phenomenal uh, that you know they have this great passion at such a young age. Uh,
0: it, it is fantastic, and and you know we, I often go down this this litter picking uh, alley. Um, it's something that is very close to my heart, um, and again, I know it's not it's not the solution to plastic because we're dealing with a symptom but it is a really good way of of getting young people engaged with a very visual problem um and getting people to see that that what they the difference they can make um and there are like apps available where they can log what they have picked up and stuff so they can they can see it growing and and that can then connect in to science and maths um, and all sorts of other subjects as well. So uh, it's something I, I'm I absolutely I'm I'm so passionate about litter picking. Um, possibly too passionate about litter picking. Um, uh, but yeah, it's something that is so easy to get everyone involved with um, to get everyone on a litter pick and, and and those ideas. And this is for me that was always like a key starting point. But I like to see now um before that, um and th- this is what i've I've learned a lot from from you, Ed, especially like that it, it are the things before the litter picking, yes, litter picking's great, and it does clear up these issues, but we can go so much further before that with our students, and you know now whenever I go on a litter pick, I always talk about the life cycle of a plastic bottle or something like that, so it does raise that awareness of not only before they've picked it up, but also where it would go afterwards and, and all of these different ideas. And, and when we come back to, I'm going to come back to the, the U-fill glue sticks. It's, it, it's not something that they'll ever find on a litter pick because it isn't something that ever needs to be thrown out. Um, so we can teach about this, this reusing before we have to go out and do the litter picking.
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, it's, you know, going out and reusing the glue sticks for one uh, you know so important and you know you won't find a glue stick anywhere uh, on, on a beach or anything like that uh, and the think that you know those those the, the plastic containers that the refills come in you know can be used in so many different ways uh, you know you can use them as I've used them as like music shakers uh, you can put paint in them uh, there's you know there's so many different ways that you can use Reuse those those containers, but also very really importantly, you can just send them back to Learn Play Nexus, and then they'll refill them again and send them out.
0: So I'm going to jump back over to Charlie again now, um, and I'll, I'm going to ask. So, other than the glue sticks, I know we've mentioned very briefly some of the other um, eco-friendly innovations, like the wood pulp and stuff. But are there any others you, you'd uh, like to mention? Any other refillables that are available or, or anything else on there? That's uh, that's this particularly eco-friendly. Yeah, what, what are your, I'm going to ask you, what are your top five? I love asking people for lists of top fives. Um, I don't know why. It's just some, I, I love lists.
1: Yeah, well, obviously, top of the top of the leaderboard. Definitely you, Phil, um, for what we've done. I think, you know, definitely check out um, our chalky pastels as you mentioned before because they have refills uh within within that product we have our refillable um handwriting pens our eco writers so you simply just refill the cartridges um and then we also have our um our hand of grippies they weren't refillable and, and they are now refillable um so handwriting pens are a big one I tell you what's going to be a game changer is when we do it to our uh, whiteboard pens, uh, and we are working on that at the moment. Whiteboard pens, uh, again, let's let's be honest. We are we are supplying whiteboard pens, uh, but we know that it, it's an issue. Um, you know, for, for the environment, we we have to make that refillable um, because at the moment they, they aren't refillable, and so you know, there you go. We, we, we're contributing to the issue, but that is going to be in the pipeline very very soon. And we're working with that um, in in production at the moment, and uh, that's going to be that's going to be such a such a game changer. Um, and um, I think um, I, I would put the bamboo block play up there with that as well because you know it's like you're reusing that grass plant. Um, I want to bring that back to that as, again because I think um, it's it's just an amazing thing that that natural resource is just kind of being replenished um, in, in, inside of itself, um, and so. That is in itself uh, reusable, so they're my kind of uh, the ones that scream out to me. Um, and um, but yeah, no, please do, please do check us out, um, uh, and, and look at all the other things that we're doing. Um, and um, but um, but yeah, I think, and again, like I mentioned before, just stay tuned. It's not, it's not, you know, not this year, but I think, um, maybe, maybe the following year, there could be some additions to the UFIL range aside from glue um stay stay tuned
0: oh oh you're teasing us now charlie that's just cruel (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome um yeah i'll I'll obviously put the the website will be in the description below so anybody who um wants to go check it out please please do go and, and have a look um it's it's it's, for, for a person like myself, it's a bit of a dream to just sit here and flick through. It's it's a bit like, do you remember when, when you were a kid? I know it, it was a long time ago for me, but I used to go to my nan's house and flick through the Argos catalogue. Um, and I'd sit there and I'd go through, like, looking at all the different toys that, you know, I would never get. Well, for me, I'm just sitting here looking through this thinking, I want that. I want that. I want that. I want that. Um, because it just... It looks really lovely.
1: The important thing as well to stress is that just remember, uh, it's very hard to understand sometimes what a product can can do for your educational environment. And we we do free demonstrations. So just, you know, and if you're in the UK or Ireland, um, you know, uh, I know we've got listeners um, to this radio station um, far and wide, but if you are in those areas, then... You know, chances are we have a representative not far away from you, and um, it's a free free demonstration. If you want anything to actually be seen in the flesh as well, it's good to mention that.
0: It absolutely it really is because yeah, certainly um, it's nice to see a lot of these things in action. And I'm guessing if there is somebody from further abroad, because you know, as you mentioned, you do supply to other places, there would be a way of them to to speak to you via via Teams or, or Zoom or, you know, you'd be able to demonstrate the things in that respect um, for, for anybody who's listening from further or far. Um, which other? So you mentioned you, you did supply to other countries as well. Yeah. Which do you know which ones they are? Because I'm just I, I'm, I'm about to open my basket.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, uh, I mean, so so it's really interesting, actually, when you talk about um, uh, Henkel, uh, Developing the glue stick in 1969, Um, and they have lots of other um, uh, big big brands out there of of glue sticks as well. They're kind of like a you know Germany are the kind of the leading ones for for the innovate in the early innovations. But actually, a lot of uh, educational suppliers are now in in Germany um, are are sourcing their glue through us. So we actually do uh, we actually do our own we brand their glue sticks uh, with the chemist and the factory we use and we supply them. uh, We supply the Germans, their glue sticks uh, in a lot lot of cases, which is, which we're quite proud of. Um, And we we've recently got a Swiss company because you feel it's quite an early concept. And uh, as I mentioned earlier, we haven't been able to visit our trade show in in Germany that we do annually until actually uh, we will be there beginning of February. Um, But, um, uh, we are. We do have um, the first um, company who are going to rebrand um, Ufill with a, a co-brand, I should say, um, Ufill with their with their logo underneath, and that they'll be the exclusive distributor for Switzerland. But as I, as I mentioned before, the glue sticks in their in their prior form before we had the Ufill system, we've been supplying to to, to many many countries, so lots of German companies. Uh, we have a Dutch partner that we work with, um, and actually they're going to be doing a lot with Ufil, uh in this year as well. But but the Swiss, the Swiss company um, is, is the first to actually uh, place an order in the UFIL system, and they will be doing their own version of of of, of the UFIL um, system in in their country. So we are we're getting this message out there, and you know I I must in, please uh, uh, ask everyone anyone listening, please do. Shout about this because we're a small company, really, and uh, I know we're doing some big things, as like I said there. But we're a, we're quite a small company uh, in the edu- you know r- relative terms to, to some other 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 companies out there in the education industry, and um, it's it's about awareness, and you know we, we, this can't come fast enough. You know, um, if everyone keeps uh, using glue sticks in the way they are at the moment, you know, just think about the colossal amount of landfill that is, um, and you know. This message can't get out, out there, there fast enough because, like I said, we can get this across across the world uh, because we we do trade trade our, our products and and even in the UK and Ireland, you know, where we're where we're most predominant, we've got a long way to go before we reach all the corners. Um, and um, it's it's all about awareness. So um, please, please do 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 really get into the whole system. Go to our website. Learn about it. Do your own research on can you recycle Glue Z? You'll see it yourself. This is a major problem that we're trying to trying to solve.
0: Yeah, it, it absolutely is. Um, and as you say, it's something that you know people don't know a lot about, and they do well, they'll see something plastic, and their immediate assumption is going to be I can recycle that because it's plastic. Um, and it was something that that Pat mentioned earlier with you know recycling numbers and so on and so forth. But yeah, people just immediately assume that can be recycled but it it just can't um and it's it's great that you you've come up with this this fantastic and innovative idea um and as you say it's it's starting out and I, I do hope it can spread to to other places across first across the UK and Ireland but then you know well beyond that because you know I as i say today in in class there were a couple of students that that finished their glue stick for the for which we've had we've had it since september so it's not terrible going um and they are six so there has been you know a bit of gluing done in the classes um but as you say the the quality of their glue like I don't know what percentage of glue solid it had in there, but it certainly wasn't the best glue in the world. Um, and it's also helped me think as a teacher uh, to to really teaching students how to glue properly, you know, to, as as a lesson in itself. Um, and I guess that's something that, you know, the, the blue stick must really help with. Uh, and I'm going to ask Ed about that one. Um, so Ed, just particularly about the blue stick, uh, how has that changed with your? Because you're teaching five and six year olds, I think you said. Um, how has that helped their their gluing skills? Because as teachers, gluing dexterity can be one of the most frustrating things in the world. Uh,
2: it it's literally changed our lives. Uh, we we use the. To... We use the blue sticks with our reception classes, so our four and five year olds. Um, and literally uh they know where to put the glue, uh they can see it on the page, uh, they know not to use too much. Uh whereas before it would literally come out in a massive clump and it'd be like ripped and like there'll be bubbles and it there'll be creases in the page and um yeah, it just look um, it looked awful. But with the blue stick, it's fantastic. They know not to use too much. You can actually see it where they're putting it and then it dries clear and it sticks, it sticks the first time, not the third or fourth time. It doesn't hang off the page or, you know, a gust of wind takes it and you don't see it again. Um, yeah, it, it's fantastic. And then in my, when they get to me, uh, they're then using, um, they then using the, 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 quick stick, um, the, the white stick, uh, which, um, is fantastic in itself too uh we just wanted that uh progression so they they learn with the blue stick in reception and then when they come to us they use another stick and then uh when they get further up the school um they use the they use the, the 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 clear stick uh which is i think that's like the best glue stick ever charlie am i right
1: yeah, thanks, Ed. I, I was thinking, oh, did I do? I haven't done the clear stick enough justice yet on this, and I hope I haven't run out of time. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I mean, look, we, we like I said, we lots of trial and error over the years with our blue sticks. And initially, we didn't even um, develop our own formulas; it was just off the shelf stuff. But we've pushed the boundaries with all of it. The blue stick, for example, the, 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 the all-colour sticks. The, the issue uh, with, with other suppliers that the, the colour will fade on the shelf after some time. We've pushed the boundary of the formula so the, the color is the strongest color and it and it lasts the longest. So it will, it will, it will be, you'll never have an issue with it because by the time you, you've got it on your shelf, it won't be on your shelf, it'll be, you'll be using it. And that, that, that's, we've overcome that. With our PVP white stick, you will not be uh, dissatisfied. The, 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 the way that this uh, glides on the page, I mean, like I said, the, the amount of water that is in that formula dictates how much it puckers on the page. Um, mm-hmm. and, and the kind of like, the, you know, the way it kind of goes a bit wavy and stuff. Well, normally you'd expect at least, at least a little bit of that from the white stick and you've got virtually none of that. And then when you move on to the clear stick, yes, it's gonna cost you a little bit more. Um, uh, and we do, yeah, we do do some, um, some nice offers on these um, as as well, but, but, but it will cost you a little bit more, but it does everything. And it's like, like the premium stick that it applies really smooth. Um, I mean, if I was, if I was in front of you, Harry, if we had our, um, our video working again, I'll show you, but you can, if you apply on the page, it will stay sticky, uh, and you can actually hold it in your finger up on the page and a white stick would dry after about 30 seconds. And if you touched mm-hmm. it on the page, that would be it. What that means is you can apply it even to like very thin tissue paper. It glides on that page. So it won't, it won't pull it or nag it. Um, there's very low water content. Um, so then you, you can apply a, a piece of paper to, to that stick it down and you can actually reposition it. We say 60 seconds on the product, but it, it, in a very warm, warm day, it might be 60 seconds, but you've got really almost two minutes of, of free play with it. You can take it off. You won't ruin your work and reposition it. Um, but also on a vertical, you know, when you're working vertically, on say some card, you know, you could literally apply just like a little bit onto pom-pom, stick that on that card and that will stick. That's not going anywhere. Uh, so it's, it's got the highest amount of, uh, glue solids and it, but it's the repositionable for the longest and it is a different formulation. It's not your standard PVP. It's a unique, clear formulation that we've developed. Um, and you know, and even, I know there's a big thing about caps going missing. Well, actually, if you, if you leave the cap off of this particular model, um, if it, it, you only get like a little film that dries, you can actually scrape that off with, with the, with the bottom of the cap. Oh, and you don't ruin else. the
0: whole thing. It doesn't dry you out.
1: Only, yeah. You only lose like, you only lose a certain amount of it. So you actually, you can kind of revive it. So I know that's a big game changer as well. So just think about that kind of the amount of benefits you're getting. Of course, you're going to pay for it. So it's, we've got these price point. We've got, we've got, we, we, we've got these different sticks with different budgets and different purposes, but trust me, the blue stick as a color stick we've pushed the boundaries, the white stick, the PVP uh, quick stick, we've pushed the boundaries, but it's the quickest setting as well. So it sets after about 30 seconds to a minute. Um, And, um, you know, it it does your, your, most of your general stuff. Obviously the blue sticks ideal for those early years, but you don't Mm -hmm. necessarily need a a blue stick after that, that early year stage. And then obviously a clear stick, you know, if you're doing art and craft and you want the best, you know, you would, you, you, Your child, you know, your students have done all that work. What? Imagine them sticking something down, and they've gone all the effort of making a beautiful piece of artwork, and they stuck it to their their books, and then it's got little, um, it hasn't stuck properly, or it's got little wavy bits in it, or it's got little lumpy bits underneath the page,
0: or it um, falls out for thirty seconds later.
1: Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So
0: trust us. We
1: we've done we've done our field research. We've had our blunders in the past. We've learnt we've got our own chemist. The quality's second to none, and it's the only reusable solution in the world. We believe we we, we done our, we looked around. We, there's nothing. There's no one else doing it. Um, no one's does our drop and swap uh, service like we do, and uh, it's completely free. And um, you just need to buy some more refills when you've depleted your your box of of, of, of fifty refills or how many you've got. That you want to reorder. And, and that's away you go. It's one journey in the van, so it's better for the environment. It picks up and drops off at the same time. We've kind of just covered all the bases really, um, and you won't be dissatisfied with it, with it, with the quality. Don't take my word for it. We've got Ed, you know, who, you know, our relationship with Ed is genuine, you know, Ed's not there, you know, just because we begged him, you know, I mean, Ed, Ed, you know, we, we're on, I think, I like to think we're on the same we're on the same wavelength for this stuff anyway,
2: yeah, definitely, Charlie. you know we you know we've got the same sort of morals and we've got the same beliefs and we, we want to do this you know we want you know the same sort, we want the same sort of things for the, the schools and for the children uh, across the UK but across the world as well. so I think what we're what I'm doing and what you're doing in connects you know connects so well together that you know it, it makes such a, a beautiful partnership
0: they they Absolutely. stick together beautifully eh? they stick together i just thought i'd try to get a little pun in there yeah, your puns <laughs> have
1: been amazing
0: <laughs> you see as as a father my that is my job to to come up with as many puns and, and dad jokes as possible um <laughs> so we we are very, running very short on time we've got a couple of minutes left so i i want to first of all thank you both for coming on of course um I want to thank Ed for all of the work he's doing in in general and I also want to thank him for all the things he puts up on LinkedIn for for me to read and enjoy and and share and and share with my students he's he's really helped me out with that uh that's for sure there's a lot on there um and and I want to I want to thank you especially Charlie for for coming on but but for your for your honesty and your frankness with everything you know you haven't just come on and said you know we we are the answer, we are saving the planet on our own. You've come on and you've said, you know, we've made mistakes, you know, there are still things we need to change. There are things we need to work on. Um, and I really appreciate that that honesty that it hasn't just been a, you know, we're, we're gonna save the planet because we created you, Phil. You know, the, the idea is we're trying to save the planet and we've started with you, Phil.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and we do have a long way to go um but um if everyone could at least adopt this uh system i think we 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 would have achieved, really would have achieved something uh well as a starting point i think um in in trying to make classrooms greener well,
0: that exactly that exactly and that's exactly what we're trying to do and yeah as as i mentioned before it's it is just it's so important to have forward thinking companies like yourself who are who are there and making that effort to to be greener and to make our classrooms greener to help our green teachers like like Ed and I'm sure so many other of our listeners out there to be able to to use these these materials these adhesives this stationery the stuff that we we use for our literacy and handwriting our numeracy all of this stuff that's that is is out there to help make that difference.
1: Yeah, well, I'd say it, it, having a platform like this um, is it, it, is fantastic. So um, I, I really want to thank thank you, Harry. For uh, I mean, yeah, it, it's lovely to actually been uh, kind of um, listening to your episode before with uh, with Ed. It was like, well, we're, let's get learn play Nexus on, and it was like an invitation. Uh, um, so that was that was love lovely, and uh, it's been a great platform and. Um, just, just really excited to, to hear any feedback uh, that anyone has, and and, and, and please, everybody, um, yeah. And, you know, our webinar, our next webinar with, with Get to Net Zero, you know, stay tuned. We, we, we're going to have uh, on our website, uh, you can find the Get to Net Zero, uh, where they would add more page on our site. Uh, there's a number of places you can find that link on our on our web page. If you can't find it, just email us and we'll we'll send you all the information. But um very soon we'll have a uh, an upcoming uh, registration date that you can register to um that'll be that'll be up there very soon and then once you're registered you'll uh, you'll get a countdown and then then you can join in we do we do top tips i do i do a pdf of um, um of uh, of ed's top tips from every webinar so we've got those top tips from the last one which is about um uh which is about um uh waste management so ed's top tips you can go to our website download that um and there's, there's more information there too but and that's that's going to grow and grow and um yeah our, we've got high hopes for it Definitely, it's a really hopefully gonna be effective way to to, to, to share that message and to to help help eco coordinators really
0: i have shared the the link in the chat here i'll also put it in the description box um, and I have to say, I do agree with his number one tip of writing to organizations. Um, and that's another way of, you know, of improving our our literacy at the same time and, and improving our handwriting by writing to organizations. So um, that's just to show you how easy it is to jump on there and download that PDF just like that. It will be in the description box. So um, thanks again, Charlie. Um, it's been wonderful having you on. Ed, thank you so much for coming on again. It's always a pleasure, and I can't wait to to tune in to get to net zero.
2: Cheers, Harry. Great to be on. Great
1: to speak to you again. Thanks, Harry. Thanks so much. Cool.
0: And no, uh, thanks, for Ed. everybody. Oh, there we go. Thanks, everybody. Um, that that's where we needed the Zoom bit so we could all agree that that was the 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 final goodbye part. That's the the awkward part of it there um, because I just don't want to say goodbye. Um, it's been so lovely to have you both on an absolute pleasure Um, I can't wait to stay in touch with you um, and and continue to follow you on this wonderful journey thanks everyone for listening Um, I'll be back next week Um, but you have been listening to The Twilight Show um, with Learn Play Nexus it's been a pleasure and I'll see you all soon
2: you've been listening to Teachers Talk Radio